morning. Today's guest is a very special friend of mine who has seen me at my highest and at my lows. An incredible teacher and even better data. I'm so excited to be having brunch with Miss Sabrina Bassi. Hi Bradley. How's Hi it going? Subs. I'm good thank you. How are you? Yeah I'm good. I'm good. Well firstly thank you for being here today. Like I, I know that um, you've just started up work again and um, it's it's as much as we're all in lockdown, we still have our own routine. So thank you for taking the time out to be on the show with me. I very You're much welcome. appreciate it. I'm excited. <laughs> I know. I feel, <laughs> I feel so like I've got my headphones on and like my microphone. And I'm like, I'm yeah. a radio talk show host now. <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, obviously this is Brunching with Bradley. So firstly, just for anyone that's listening and hasn't um, listened to the previous episode with Ellie Steadman, firstly, go and check it out because Ellie's awesome. Secondly, this is all social distanced. Um, so we are doing everything nice and safely from the comfort of our own homes. Um, I'm in Essex. Sabrina is in, um, by the way, you might, you may hear me refer to Sabrina as Sabs during this because that's just the nickname that she has. So just in case you're like, who's Sabs? I thought he was talking to Sabrina, you know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so we are miles and miles apart from each other. So please um, excuse any dog barking in the background, any loud music, because I know Sabrina has some noisy neighbours as she's warned me. Um, (laughs) <laughs> she loves them just, don't you Sam? they're great so <laughs> selfless <laughs> okay so um yeah back to brunching with bradley this is obviously a brunching podcast where um me and sabrina are having brunch together and hopefully with you too so um what's on your brunch menu today sabs i have got so i'm trying to healthy at the moment so i've got an omelette and i've okay. used the one calorie spray to cook the omelette with pepper and a little bit of tuna Oh, <laughs> so it's in like, as in like ground pepper and tuna or like the, the vegetable? Oh yeah, the vegetable. Oh, okay. the vegetable I was going to say, you've say? got tuna and pepper. <laughs> the tuna is not really what I want, but I'm just trying to be really good. So, but to be honest, I had an honest burger last night and a cookie <sighs> dough. So I can't act like I'm an angel. <laughs> <laughs> honest burger. <laughs> Honest burger fries are literally my favourite thing on the entire world. Oh like rosemary, my gosh. rosemary on fries is revolutionary. I nearly ordered two lots. Really <gasps> nearly ordered two lots, but I managed to stop myself. So saved a saved a few calories there. <laughs> love it, love it. Well, I've got a um so I've gone gluten-free today. I've got a sandwich using um brown sourdough bread, which is only like for a whole loaf, it's only like one pound forty in Tesco, which is pretty good. So if you want to go sourdough definitely recommend tesco selections and inside i've got some asparagus some egg and chile i think it's pronounced cheese as well um which is quite similar in texture to like brie it's quite a sticky cheese um and the way it melts it doesn't like lose its it doesn't really lose its um shape so it's quite nice and like oh. chunky a bit like halloumi very oh, good watering. very unhealthy so you're definitely doing the right thing subs it's sourdough <laughs> gluten free i didn't know that I think it is. Oh my god! Imagine all the gluten-free people right now. They're like, <laughs> if it is, I'm going to buy some right now. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, well, stay on the podcast first, and you can go buy it after. <laughs> <laughs> Be back in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also got. So I've been. Um, I've 
ordered loads of coffee from this company called The Love of Coffee. Um, okay. And I bought nine different 100 gram packets of coffee for, I think, £27. And if you spend over 25 you get, um, this isn't sponsored, by the way, just in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get, uh, hun- yeah, so I got nine 100 gram bags of coffee and all different flavours for um, £27 with UK- uh, free UK delivery. And like I've got chocolate wow. orange, chocolate mint. I've got tiramisu today. I'm trying, which is really good. Um, and macadamia nuts, cinnamon, um, like loads. They've got like I would say over a hundred flavors. Um, and it's like, and you can choose the different um, like grounding of the coffee. So you can have like coffee beans or cafeteria or like um, just regular ground oh coffee if you want. Really, really good. Definitely recommend it. And at the end of That's the day, amazing. You, you spend a similar amount on a pot of coffee in a shop. So it's it's also yeah. like a bit more independent than just getting like Nescafe or something. So that's amazing cool. Definitely i'm just gonna have a look it's yeah. really good i'll send you the link after this yeah you sure you're not working for them <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe the love of coffee if you hear me and you want to sponsor me like get on that i'm down yeah um, <laughs> so obviously we are both in lockdown and the sad thing for me and sabs is that we actually do get to see each other lots and lots when we are out of lockdown so it's been really weird it's been like well, I've, I would say like three months now since I've seen well, you. Right. Which is really it doesn't um, feel that long, does it? Because I feel like because we've caught up quite a lot, but yeah, person, I, mean, I guess. I mean, thank God for things like Zoom and FaceTime yeah. and stuff. Like I like I can't. We were saying the other day, weren't we? That I can't imagine what it would be like if we didn't have those things. To oh my god, it's just it's 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 crazy crazy time. But yeah, I just was wondering how um, your lockdown's been and what you've been up to. Have done anything? Uh, productive creative or you just chilling the hell out oh that's a very good question what have I been doing to be honest I have been chilling the hell out that is exactly what I've been doing I don't think I don't think I've been as productive as I could be I've done some running which you know before when I did park run in January I ran for 30 seconds and then I stopped (laughs) and then the lady I was the last one and the lady in the corner of the park was waiting for me to finish and she was one single clap (laughs) at least you're here (laughs) so so now I can run 30 minutes because of couch 5k so I've done that so I guess that's probably the most productive thing I've done apart from that I haven't really maybe been as much as I could I ordered a credit card oh to do before so yeah and then yeah just been getting ahead on my head on my schoolwork etc so yeah very nice. So what? So what's the process with Couch Five K? Because I, I never, I know a lot of people do use it, but I've, and I'm sure most people who listen to this will probably know about it. But I, it, am I right in saying it's basically just like a gradual process to get to the five K so that you can achieve it? Yeah. So the first session is like two minutes running, and then five minutes walking, two minutes running, five minutes walking, two minutes running, seven times, and then it just slowly builds up every single time until you're eventually running for. 20 minutes and five minutes and 20 minutes not 20 it's not that long but you know you get what I mean like it's like the pattern and it shows you visually as well so you can see how much you've got left so I feel like that's quite good as well if you're panicking about how long you're going to have to be running for and I can honestly I hate I hated running before I did it but so good that's amazing how did you learn? Did you just make yourself do it? Um, I So I've always enjoyed running and I was never good at sport or PE or anything in school. I was absolutely, actually awful. There's, there's this one time <laughs> I 
a very dark memory from school for me was um, being the bowler in a cricket match in PE class. And I went to throw the ball and my arm just kept swinging round and round and round. And like, I just couldn't let go of the ball. <laughs> so bad oh and then I and oh. then eventually when I did throw the ball I just threw it at the ground and everyone just burst into laughter and I was like oh. mortified it's horrible but um yeah one thing I've I have actually always really enjoyed um running I don't know I don't know why I think it's just it's just that challenge of like okay I've started um there's there's like an end point you know that if you've got that goal of like a distance in mind you want to achieve that and you can hit it whereas with like a game of football like you might win you might not win like whereas with with running you know that you can you can make that five you can make that 5k if you want to and the way I see it like the way I've always seen it is I mean it's only probably in the last year that I've started running 5k's regularly and I've just started running 10k's and before I stupidly (laughs) on my foot that um it's basically a blood blister guys you don't want to know about it's pretty gross um (laughs) but um yeah no it's 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 basically I just I have this like dory voice in my head where it's like just keep swimming just keep swimming I know how cheesy that sounds and it's probably because I'm a Disney (laughs) Kino but like it really is a case of just not giving up and just saying the only thing that's stopping you is your thoughts and your mind and yeah like you can you can push past that and if you can push past it you can get to the next step um so yeah I remember you saying that sorry no go for it sorry I remember you saying that you were like Sabrina it's mind over matter you were like just keep going and in my head I was like god I just can't (laughs) once I get to 30 seconds I'm sweating already but now I've trained myself to get to a certain point I can see why it would be mind over matter because it can definitely as long as you get past the 30 minutes I think you can exactly so obviously you and me um we met through Disney the same way that Ellie and I met um and yeah I mean obviously to think that this time two years ago we were roaming around the Disney parks and our days off is just just, honestly it doesn't feel like two years it feels like a lifetime ago doesn't it like honestly I can't believe that that was our life but um I want to ask you a question which is uh so this segment of the podcast is very similar to um what I asked Ellie because obviously I met you both through Disney but I think it's still interesting I'm thinking the answer is going to be quite different well I know they will be (laughs) last question Sabs and don't worry no hard feelings if you don't remember but do you remember the first time that we met yeah, I do actually. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, well, the first time we met properly, to be honest, we didn't really speak, did we? Because, yeah. Yeah, because so we all had that moment where we all met, all of our rival groups met in one room. And I think we were all a little bit delirious, and you guys were brand new, and we were really excited that you were brand new. So, there was new people that we were finally <laughs> going to meet. <laughs> so, we were all like really excited. But for you guys, we should have remembered that it was really overwhelming. Anyway, I think we must have been t- chatting, catching up with you. You were there, but I just think we don't really get to speak. But then the actual day I remember talking to you properly was when we went to Magic Kingdom the next yeah. day. And then we got on the bus to Animal Kingdom. And then you were telling me all about Essex and all about your life at home. And it was when we were on the Disney bus. It was like that really, really long journey. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we had to stand up on the bus. And I don't know why it's ringing a bell that was really hot and there was no air con on that bus, but probably not because the Disney guest buses are amazing at having all that stuff, aren't they? So it can't be. I don't know why I've got that image. I mean, it was it was August in Florida, so it was definitely hot. <laughs> and I was <laughs> I sweat a lot in Florida, so it was. You're probably looking at me <laughs> and thinking, "Wow, this boy is really hot." Poor thing. <laughs> 
sympathy <laughs> sympathy card. How would you summarize the program if you could summarize it in like in like a few words? <laughs> the Big Brother experience. There we go. That's what I wanted to hear. Go on, fill us in. <laughs> give give your interpretation, Tabs. So. You know, when everyone leaves the Big Brother house, they literally sit in that chair and they say the same thing. They watch their highlights and then, and then Davina McCall or Emma Willis, whoever asks them, like, how was it? And, they, and they'll always be like, it was amazing, but, you know, it was a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. It's literally what Disney was like. But it feels like you're in a bubble all the time. Everyone knows what you're doing. Everyone knows where you are, which is great because you make, that's how you make such good friendships. But obviously, there's times when that becomes... A lot can become yeah. a lot and come quite intense. And I'm quite like a I can be quite a private person where I sometimes just want to do my own thing and be on my own. And that was quite hard sometimes. So I guess that's what it's like being in Big Brother. And everyone's watching. Everyone knows what you're doing. And I wouldn't not not sure if I would compare Mickey Mouse to Big Brother himself. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I would. The mouse yeah. is watching. Yes, the mouse is watching. <laughs> yeah so okay a fun question if you had 24 hours right I, I i click my fingers and you've got 24 hours to go and do whatever the hell you want in disney for one day what would you do i'm gonna click my fingers <gasps> and you go i would start off by going to the opening of magic kingdom at 8 7 30 get the train round to splash mountain go on all those rides around there that get really busy spend some time in magic kingdom basically have lunch at liberty tree tavern then I'd spend the afternoon in Typhoon Lagoon. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then I'd go to Hollywood Studios. And, oh, I'd probably eat somewhere along the way. Maybe I'd go to, um, oh, where would I have lunch? Oh. Did you, did you not have lunch at Liberty Street Heaven? Or you having two yeah. lunches? You can have two yeah. lunches. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's true. I did have lunch at Liberty Street Heaven. <laughs> you, can have, you, can have, you can have an afternoon snack. I've been caught out there. That would not be <laughs> I've got in that bad habit now. Um, yeah, and then I would yeah go to Typhoon Lagoon, and then the afternoon I'd spend there, and then I would go to uh, Hollywood Studios. I would watch Fantasmic. Would I watch Fantasmic, or would I watch Happily Ever After? I'd watch Fantasmic. I think. Yeah, yeah I think. I there's just something about Fantasmic. It's the like getting there early. You've got a seat as well. Like I love Happily Ever After, but the waiting around. Oh, that was a very yeah. loud bang in my background. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would probably, if I could, if they did extra magic hours at Magic Kingdom still, I'd go back or I'd go to Disney Springs and maybe have dinner there or do something there for a bit, maybe go to the cinema. Cause this is 24 hours. I'm not planning to sleep. I've only got 24 hours. There we go. So late night showing of a cinema. And then I'd go to another park. <laughs> <laughs> Epcot is open for 24 hours on this day. <laughs> I'm tired by then. So I'm sure I'll just do whatever, <laughs> wherever I go, sleep on the bus. <laughs> but yeah, or maybe the boardwalk actually, have a little nap on the beach benches. Nice. And then go into Epcot that way. Then spend nice. the you might look there. a bit. You might look a bit homeless. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be homeless in Disney. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, that sounds like the perfect day. But where where were you having dinner? Did you choose where you were having dinner? Oh, hang on. Let me think. Did I say I was having it in Disney Springs? Oh yeah. Any particular yeah. restaurant or no? I feel like there is somewhere like really screamingly obvious. Oh, burger, the burger place. Deluxe What's burger. 
deluxe burger. Oh yeah. my god, yes. Oh. Oh, oh my god, can we just go there? Let's after this call, let's just put a deposit on a holiday, oh. please. Oh let's my just gosh. do it. <laughs> oh, I'm craving the vinegar, the vinegary taste. Do you know what? I'd have a burger. I know, I know it's really random. I'd have a burger. And do you know what? I'd have a blaze pizza too. Oh my god, blaze for dessert. That sounds the dream. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and then the, the muffin shop. The cake shop, where Sprinkles. Sprinkles. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> the muffin man? <laughs> like Tesco have them really nice donuts. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot. Um, well, that sounds like an amazing day, and I'm really sad once again <laughs> asking this question because I just want to be in Disney World right now. Oh, we have it's to fine. go back. We're in lockdown, so we're making the most of it by just talking about it, you know. True, that is true. Um, so we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with some more questions for Sabrina after. Happy brunching! So welcome back to Brunching with Bradley. How's your brunch going, Sabs? Your pepper and uh, tuna omelette? Yeah, it's nice. I'd definitely rather be in a fry up. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy with it. I like it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. My sourdough sandwich is going down a treat. Absolutely loving it. Definitely Aww. recommend. Um, so, so I'm going to start the uh, next uh, part of this podcast with a very random question that you had no pre-warning about at all. If you could eliminate one thing from your daily routine, what would it be? Oh, okay. Do you mean like something that's good for you or like something that Anything. I... Anything. If you could take one thing out of the thing that you have to do from day to day, what would it be? Oh, that I have to do? Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, I can't think of the spot. Sorry. Um... Probably my commute. Oh, that's boring. That's no, really boring. I was going to say commute mm. as well, but then I've, oh, okay. also, but I've also been thinking like now that I not have to do a commute, I quite enjoy the private time where it's just me and like no other, like I'm just traveling. True. That is true. But the thing is when I'm on my way to work, because I live so many, there's so many people that I work with, I bump into people at like 7am. <laughs> so sometimes <laughs> I just really want to avoid those people and I'll, I know, not in a horrible way. It's not anything against them. They're great people, but I will just literally walk all the way up to the end of the platform just so I don't have to talk to them. <laughs> and before they've seen me and I've just pretended like I haven't seen them. And I know that's really nasty. But sometimes I just want to be on your own. Oh, so, yeah, I maybe agree. To avoid those, those conflicts in your head <laughs> about whether you'd be the right thing. There we go. Get rid of that commute, guys. Get rid of that commute. Um, so Sabrina is a teacher for um, a year three age group. Um, and you were teaching before Disney as well, wasn't you, for one year? Am I right in saying that? Yeah. My first ever year of teaching was just before Disney. So what was the um, inspiration to start teaching subs? Oh, do you know what? It's really cliche, but I actually always wanted to do it when I was younger. Um, I used to like put teddy bears out. I make my sister sit with the teddy bears and then just I had this like little kid whiteboard thing and I used to just pretend to be the teacher and I used to copy my year one teacher the way she spoke the way she told kids off the way she gave them like evil stares when they're doing something <laughs> wrong I used to do all of that I used to make my desk really messy I had like a little desk I used to make it really messy so that it would be exactly the same as the teacher so I think 
um, and my parents would always be like, yeah, you'd be a great teacher. And I honestly can't actually imagine doing anything else. Yeah. I actually don't know what, if I didn't have teaching, I don't know what I would do in my career because I just don't think I'm that good at anything else. Oh, I don't think I'm, I'm sure an amazing teacher, but I feel like that's be the best thing for me to be doing. Oh, that's amazing though. I think like it's, I think for any teacher, surely the main passion does just derive from wanting to help kids and just like being able to like be it like an influencer for them yeah that's the right answer so I was like gave you a really selfish answer I was like yeah I just wanted to do it <laughs> no no but I mean am I right <laughs> in saying that, that as much as you wanted to do it like the root of that is to is to help right yeah yeah definitely like and it sounds really bad but they actually brighten up your day because they're so funny they're just they're things that they do day to day like it's just unbelievable and obviously you want to help them as well and it's so rewarding when they do something amazing especially the ones that find things a little bit harder when they do something or they say something that you've ever you've obviously taught them or they've learned from you it's so amazing to see that but the main the main thing is my day to day is they just fully brighten it up because they're just so funny you could just sit back and watch them and it's just you can just have be so entertained (laughs) but it sounds really mean but it's only in the best way because I actually just adore them all so what's the what's the situation in lockdown been like with teaching yeah so obviously the schools closed in around the 20th of March I think obviously that was a big big shock so the only contact we've really had with them is we've had to do weekly calls home so that's been interesting as well um every week just have to literally call them and say how's everything going how's your homework going because we have to make homework for them every week as well and the first thing that's funny is that I've had kids literally forget who I am (laughs) so they'll just yeah so if they pass I've, I've spoke to parents whatever pass the phone on can I speak to so-and-so pass the phone on hello one of them hello hi miss I've forgotten her name mummy what's her name no way what how and you forgot my name that's happened twice one of them told me I don't have anything to say to you <laughs> because he's obviously just forgotten who I am and what I what I'm supposed to be, like the kind of like thing I'm meant to be in his the role I play in his life but then most of them have been absolutely lovely and fine and they're hi miss hi miss Bessie I miss you too da, 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 da. but um and then on the other hand I've also had parents not believe that you don't know when we're going back so you'd be like they'd be like when are we going back and you'd be like um I, I we only know as much as you as what the government tell us so from the first of June was the first land, landmark and then whatever's happening now and they'd be like hmm and you can just tell they do not believe you <laughs> but honestly if I knew I would tell you when we're going back <laughs> but but that's been nice though really nice catching up with them talking to them they send pictures of things that they're doing at home and so and then obviously now we've gone back on the first of June we've gone back last week not with my class and with these year one kids which has been also so lovely because it's just been nice to go back to teaching yeah it's been nice to hang out with kids again I've got some siblings of kids in my class so that's been nice as well so yeah It's, it's quite interesting that you said like that some of them have like forgotten who you were because that's that's quite a scary judgment on yeah. Like they might like what else are they forgetting while they're not yeah. in school like they haven't got that constant train of thought for how long now like 12 weeks is it 10 yeah. weeks something like that exactly like they're forgetting the person that's teaching them surely they're yeah. forgetting what they were being taught as well exactly and in every class there's already big gaps isn't there within you know like ability wise and how much they kind of understand and how fast they learn there's those gaps anyway so 
it's likely, and this is generally speaking, I'm not referring to any particular child, but it's likely that if those children who are, are generally more supported at home are probably learning a bit quicker at school as well, it's likely that they're the ones still being supported a lot at home and the ones yeah. that maybe from time to time need a little bit more support is because they're not getting as much at home. That's not necessarily for everyone, but it's kind of general. And so that gap's probably getting bigger as we speak as this 10 weeks have been off. So next year, whoever has, well, we're all going to be in the same boat. Our classes are going to be even more of a spectrum between high and low ability children and things that they've remembered. And so that's going to be a little bit worrying. And some of them, I know they say they've been doing their homework at home, but I mean, it's hard for parents to juggle that, isn't it? When they're working from home as well. So they might not necessarily be doing as much as, as what they should, but. And How I can think, you blame them? Exa- I was just going to say, you can't, there's, we can't really be judgmental about it because no. as much as they are parents as well, they're also living through the same thing we are. And I'm sure their kids are their main priority for most of them. Yeah. Anyway, they're still yeah. very, it's still a, like, you can't dictate to parents, basically, can you? You can try your best to, like, guide them, but there's no dictating yeah. parent on how they bring up their child when it's out of your control and not in a classroom. <laughs> um, so... Aside from teaching, something that um, Sabrina loves to do is date. <laughs> do I love it? <laughs> well, she hates it, but she loves it. We all of our all of our friends love love hearing her stories. So I was hoping, um, firstly, before we move on to any stories, like obviously, I just want to highlight how much pressure there is on dating and like finding the one. Firstly, how on earth are you supposed to find the one online? Like. I I remember when I was younger and you and people would say like oh I met this person in a bar and that's how we got together and I think even then I would have been like I met them in a bar that's not a great story now we're meeting them on Tinder yeah. like it's like that's that's even worse like not there's nothing wrong with yes. Tinder some of my friends have like met their lifelong partners on like social yeah, media same. But do, do you not like what's your what are your like general thoughts on online dating subs that's so interesting that you say about the bar thing because I always said that when I was younger if someone told me they met in a nightclub I'd not frown upon it because obviously I hadn't met anyone of myself at that age but I'd be like oh that's not how I want to meet someone at university and I want to be friends with someone first and think of all these amazing ways that you can meet someone and then now if I met someone at a bar I'd be so excited I'd be like (laughs) yeah we met in real life (laughs) you'd be telling everyone wouldn't you you'd be like yeah we met and then you know things just worked out we've got on so well like that would never happen now and even online dating like what is that like I actually okay I mean it's not anyone's fault that we're all in this situation it's just because I'm now in a stage of my life when I'm not going to uni anymore and I'm not meeting new people all the time and and so I have to think of those options and I guess it is lucky that we have that because you can maybe meet people that you wouldn't normally meet and I have met some nice people (laughs) believe it or not (laughs) but but also it's quite grueling and I also equally and I won't go into too much detail but I've equally been hurt as well from meeting people on there but I guess yeah. I've been hurt as much as I would if I met someone in real life you say so. that but I think ghosting culture has become such an accessible thing and something that's so oh. um like mentally traumatic I know that and I, I don't know how much you want to go into it but like I know that you and a lot of my other friends have like really struggled with um 
how easy some people find ghosting um yeah and it's really not okay like oh. it takes it takes two or three minutes to construct a nice message and say I wasn't feeling it like can we seriously can we call it a day but to ghost someone like I don't know if you want to shed any light on any of your experiences Sabs like yeah I mean yeah I can I mean I think it's so bad and so mean and I would like if I ever have done it to anybody by accident I'd be so ashamed (laughs) and I deserve to get a message saying you know how dare you and do you know what I was I actually when I got back from Florida was when I first started online dating and the first ever online date I went on it worked out so well and we really got on and went on two or three dates and then out I was thinking yeah it's going great and then out of the blue we went to me and he just messaged me saying um I've got a lot of work on me being me innocent me oh poor thing he has so much work on I really believe in it now I look back I don't know I mean I can't accuse him of lying but he just never replied to me for like three weeks after that I was saying it's okay that's fine he didn't reply for three weeks and when he replied in three weeks he said sorry I was in the shower I was like oh you spent three weeks in the shower (laughs) so I went I mean I won't tell you what I replied because what I should have replied is something like actually no I should have just not replied and just moved on with my life that would be the best thing to do move on my life that's that's not that's not a normal human reaction like at the end of the day that person deserves to feel like if they've if they they don't they obviously don't realize well hopefully they don't realize how hurtful it is to just not receive anything or just to get a stupid generic excuse when you've already put so much thought into that person yeah and since then to be honest like I, I, I probably, like I said, I should have just replied saying no, saying no, but leave me alone, let's leave it. But I won't tell you what I said because it's not appropriate for a podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> I think since then, it's really weird. It's almost like it's impacted me because as soon as somebody doesn't reply to me, and I'm not talking friends and family, like, I'm not like crazy, but <laughs> as soon as somebody like that who I'm talking to stops replying to me, I immediately just shut down and I immediately just... I'll either send them a message saying, you know, like something really horrible, like don't talk to me again then, or I'll delete their number or I'll unfollow them or something really aggressive that I don't really need to do. Not aggressive, like physically aggressive, <laughs> so, just to clear that up. <laughs> but something that I don't really need to do when actually they probably were going to reply. But because it's happened to me so many times, I've lost count. I've lost, honestly, I've lost count. And I've not done it to somebody once, hopefully. So, the, 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 like... It's not okay. If anyone is listening to this and they've they've done it before, please don't do it to somebody again. <laughs> um, so obviously, I know that you have some fantastic dating stories. I'm just <laughs> hoping you would love to share some of those. On yeah. So, <laughs> which one is the the best one to start off with? I think because I've got on date after date after date after date of different people, you do eventually come across some characters, don't you? There's been some nice guys too, but I think the weirdest one for me, and I have to be quite PC and how I speak here, but the weirdest one for me was, um, I mean, I met, he was on Tinder and uh, to be honest, that rings alarm bells a little bit for me as well, because I don't normally use Tinder and he's kind of a bit different to what I normally go for, say, I don't think that we really were matching very well, but I did it anyway. I got off the train, saw him at London Bridge. And immediately I rang my friend. I was, I was drunk, so I'd had a few glasses of wine. But I immediately rang my friend and just said, I can't do this because he looks like, <laughs> I don't know whether to say this. He, he basically just didn't look his pictures. And he looked That's like... That's a catfish, he was, right? 
yeah anyway we went for a drink we were talking and you know what I'm glad I gave him a chance because he was actually all right we were getting on quite well but I don't know if that's because I was off my face or because he was generally (laughs) getting on really well and that question that's a lot of dates for me I'm never sure whether we're getting on because I'm just smashed a lot but um that's another rule now don't drink too much before a date have one drink that's the second rule (laughs) does one Um, drink does one drink count as like half a bottle of wine if I can fit it in one glass (laughs) yeah that counts that could be one one drink otherwise it's so scary isn't it meeting someone so yeah you need to take the edge off like I I've not been on a date where I've been completely sober yeah I couldn't I'd feel I'd feel like I was really boring I'd feel like we're just sit there and we'd be looking away from I mean it's not true I don't think I don't think you'd be completely boring but I think it just makes it easier just to have like a conversation with a stranger <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah if you think of it like that they are a stranger and you're just seeing if you fancy each other or not <laughs> that's literally what a date is literally and it's a really weird thing and like once you get past that by alcohol then it's better anyway he was so we were just talking and I think I just asked him a question in hindsight it's kind of a boring question I was like oh so do you drive to work then and he said no okay because I had my license revoked and I was like okay <laughs> why so I don't know why I asked why I don't know if you wanted me to prod I think he did because I think this is why he was telling me telling me in such small doses he said okay how come you got your license revoked oh my friend was selling crack from my car or oh, your friend crack <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so he's going my friend was selling crack from my car from yeah from my car I was like you hang on your friend was selling crack from your car you weren't selling crack from your car it was like okay, just to clarify <laughs> yeah but then he just went okay it was me I was <gasps> selling crack. what he was selling crack from his <laughs> car. so when he said my friend he just was trying to act like it wasn't him like it was innocent so why that would was you that. do this in the first I mean I get actually I was gonna say why would you yeah. do this in the first date but I guess honesty is key as we were saying yeah true. honesty is the best policy yeah so yeah so there was that and then I, I don't know why the conversation carried on I should have just changed the subject not that I have a problem with any of this like I mean I do and I don't like that's up for debate I guess like who would Personal preference, personal preference. Yeah, no one's judging exactly. that. And if you get along that well, then you're prepared to ignore some things. I mean, this is how my standards dropped. Like, <laughs> how much I really want to meet someone. But anyway, um, so then we carried on talking, and I was like, oh, well, good. At least you didn't end up in prison, thank God. And he just went, funny you say that. And uh, the tone just changed straight away. But me being me and me being drunk, I was just laughing. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, yeah, I ended up in prison um, for selling cocaine in a, in a club in Kent. And I was like, what? And then halfway what? stopped and was like, oh, do you want a drink, by the way? I'll get this. And he gets like a 50-pound note. I was, <gasps> here. And I was like, so you're still doing drugs then? <laughs> He's like, Did you say no, that no, to no. him? yeah not in so many words but I think I did say yeah. I did call him out I was like how, like that's funny how are you still doing that then and he was like no 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 I've just got cash on me da, 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 da. and then I made a few jokes about like <laughs> I was drunk so I was laughing I was in my head I was like this is what happened to me ha 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 made a few jokes and he was laughing along as well right <laughs> and then, I mean he's a crack dealer he better be laughing along <laughs> <laughs> and then he just suddenly was like um 
and no, I said I've got to go. And then anyway, from there it just got really complicated, and like he just made everything really dramatic. Then we ended up leaving, and that's not because I wasn't interested. It's just because I was drunk and it was a Sunday night, and I had work the next day, and I was just wrapping things up, and I was just like, oh yeah, okay, like I've got to go anyway. That wasn't straight after that conversation, by the way. This is like at the end of the day, half an yeah. hour later. I was cool with it. I was drunk again, but I was cool with it. I left. And then he messaged me saying, I really like you and I really want to see you again, but you made me feel so awkward about the fact that I was in prison. You laughed at me. It felt like a personal attack. And I just think it was unfair. So obviously I was like, okay, let's end this then. If you're going to personally attack me and say that I made you feel awkward because I laughed, like that's who I am, I laugh. Like that's literally it. It's a pretty extreme thing to come out with on a first date as well. Like was, did his Tinder profile let any of this on at all? (laughs) To be fair, it did, but like by by the first picture, but I just went there anyway and I knew it. It was like, like the Taylor Swift song, I knew you were trouble. That's so cringe, but it literally is. I flipped out his picture and was like, I should not be doing this, but I swiped right anyway. And then he messaged me. <laughs> so hey, once that. again, honesty is the best policy, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so to be fair, like at least that one kind of rounded itself off nicely. <laughs> like, I wasn't left wondering, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, You're happy ever after yeah. was halfway there. I remember when online dating first became a thing, and it was like Match.com when I was like really young, and people yeah. people would be like, "Oh my god, don't ever meet up with a stranger that you meet online," and now it's just <laughs> like second nature yeah it is you do it so casually don't you like it always for me i still would do it like in a public place but i know even now like some people aren't worried too worried i mean i don't think you do need to be so as worried as you did back then because it has become a lot more common some people like to just meet someone like around the house and stuff but i mean there's there's things with that but as long as you're careful and you trust them and you've had like a video call probably as well with them like i think that's fine personally i think so so. as long as i mean you can as long as you're as safe as you can be i think that's the main thing yeah definitely um so there was i i I remember one time you were telling me a story about speed dating and i i mean if you're happy to share it (laughs) i think it is like i mean i've never done speed dating but uh, I'm not sure if I ever would after hearing your story about it, but oh, if you want to go into any information, like any further information, that would be brilliant. Yeah, so on my Hinge profile, I even have now, it's like most interesting fact, not even interesting, like it asks you like a question, doesn't it? And I'll be like, I'm never going speed dating again. <laughs> so it's like a good, a good talk to start off with people. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Maybe I'm um, attracting weirdos from that, but <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so um, I went with two other friends, so that was fine. And we turned up and there was like, we just glanced around and, you know, I guess you can't judge a book by its cover, but like we did, I guess, like look at, and like when I say looks, like you're thinking about your height, aren't you? You're thinking about like what you yeah, might normally of course. for. Yeah, your type, like, and I guess all three of us kind of looked and thought the only person that was kind of okay was the host. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> and he wasn't available, so, I'm guessing. I don't know. Well, I, I think I, I think at the end when we were really drunk, I might have left my number. I can't actually remember now, but he never texted me anyway. So he maybe, maybe he wasn't available. It's his loss. His loss. <laughs> so yeah, we sat down and while we were waiting, um, we just thought, you know, like we'd chat to the people next to us. There was a guy next to us. I was next to my friend and I just started talking to him. He was sat opposite her, sorry. So she had a date, but we obviously hadn't started. So we we're just catching up. I was like, oh, hi, like, um, how old are you? I think I asked him because he looked really young. And he was, oh, no, 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 sorry, he didn't. I, I think I said, oh, what do you do for work? And he was like, oh, I don't work, I'm at college. 
I said, oh, oh no. so from that, I said, oh, how old are you? And he was like, um, 18. And I just sort of went, well, haven't you got to be 23 to do this as a minimum age? <laughs> and he was like, yes, yeah, so I'm here <gasps> to make friends as well. And I was like, oh, like, that's fine. But I don't how know, do you so respond I... to that? What did you say? Yeah, I don't really know. I think I sort of like tried not to laugh because it was quite funny because I was all, again I was drunk I feel like I'm always drunk in these stories but I was drunk <laughs> so and my friend was there and we were just trying to kind of keep it together so that happened and then we started and we were talking and you know it turns out we didn't have a lot in common despite the age difference <laughs> so that was okay at least that was avoidable oh <laughs> that's then, not a great start though is it yeah so and and already bearing in mind the fact that we'd looked around and kind of decided that we made our minds up but we're still giving people the chance there was a really nice canadian guy actually but he was so intense like he was like you could hear him shouting from across the room and i think he was trying too hard to make friends with everyone stand up come over with his gut hey how are you i'm from canada like making us shake our hands across the table like oh my god Right, if you had known about coronavirus then like, we'd all be like sitting so near each other shaking each other's hands <laughs> literally actually that's true do you think speed dating will like be eradicated forever now because everyone's gonna oh, be scared the... of like yeah people probably have to sit two meters apart <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> and it would just be really weird so yeah so then the next guy comes along and so there's probably about 20 guys 20 girls by the way so obviously each date is five minutes so next guy comes along and oh, i'm trying to remember who was first so we sit down at the table and we just start talking and he just looks at me and goes you look like you're really naughty <gasps> no <laughs> so i just looked back at him and was like what do you mean Thinking that he maybe was just so innocent that he didn't realise what he'd said. And he went, you know, exactly what I mean. Stop. <laughs> How old was he? Um, okay, so the age limit was probably... I don't know what the age limit was. I feel like it was 40. Okay. See, I don't personally think I would date anyone that old anyway, which is, again, another thing on the checklist of why when we were looking around, we decided we weren't interested. But I wouldn't be close to it if they were... If we got on, you know... But I was closed straight away as soon as he said this. And I just was like, I've got to go to the toilet. And I just stayed there for the whole five minutes and then went when I heard the, the guy say change. But then is he not sitting out. next to you like for the next date? So you all Yeah. Went, oh my. God. Yeah. I just acted like I couldn't see him. <laughs> so yeah, so that happened. And then the next one comes along. He's only wearing a wedding ring. Oh so my I'm, god, this is awful. Yeah, I just feel like no one called him out on this. So I just fully called him out and was like, why are you wearing a wedding ring? Oh, yeah, in India, we wear our wedding rings on our left hand. But I'll have to tell you more when I take you to the top of the shard when we have our second date. That's the only way I'm going to tell you where I work, who I am, the only way you're going to learn about me. And I literally was like, if you're married, then no. <laughs> and that's absolute lie that you... Oh, I mean, to be honest, I don't know if they do wear their, their wedding ring on their left hand in India. Or right hand, sorry. What am I saying? Right hand. But why would you wear a ring on that finger if you weren't yeah. married? If you happen to speed dating as well, like of all places. And I want to know how many people he said the same thing to before you. Yeah. Like how well, many girls are taken up to the shard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, I mean, it's an amazing date, but we're not with him. <laughs> That's what Sorry. triggered me to go. Yeah. Oh, no. And he was just, yeah. So there's a few more like that kind of going on like that. They just weren't my cup of tea at all, to put it politely. So then halfway through, we thought, to be honest, again, like I said, and I keep saying, 
I know I shouldn't keep saying it, but I was, I did have a lot to drink. So because of this, we were quite drunk by half time. Me being me, they, both the other girls came out and were like, let's go. This is awful. We're not doing this. No way. And, um, I was like, do you know what? I'm quite enjoying it. I want to carry on. <laughs> so I had my eye on someone on the other side and I thought, he looks all right. He looks normal. I should give him a chance. It turns out, turns out that he wasn't. <laughs> I won't be too personal about why because, oh, oh I just sound really horrible. I think, uh, like, honestly, Sabrina, your dating stories are, like, my favourite <laughs> thing to talk about, especially, like, whenever we do have brunch, they're just, like, the like in person, they're the highlight. <laughs> You've got a few under your belt as well, haven't you, now? Yeah, we'll, we'll leave those for another day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um we're gonna we're gonna take a short break and then come back for the last part of this podcast so keep on brunching one of the best parts about brunch other than the food and the coffee slash prosecco slash mimosa slash early sangria <laughs> is um juicy gossip so i know there's not much juicy gossip in my life right now but is there any that um you've got sab you want to talk about um i mean i am expecting in um in october so that's quite juicy i guess i'm gonna expecting be having a baby what? a baby <laughs> joking you're joking. so <laughs> stupid Jesus. i thought that was juicy <laughs> i mean i mean it was ju- for about seven seconds it was juicy i was like she is she is joking and then she says yeah it's one of the guys from that speed dating session <laughs> um <was> that drunk <laughs> yeah god um so like i know this is a big question um but it's something that i'm asking everyone at the moment um what is next like i know like after the lockdown obviously something that is definitely going to stay in place is education uh, hopefully um in schools what what's the plan do you want to it's like teaching your lifelong thing now do you want to do anything else um is there anything else like in the books Um, definitely for now definitely want to keep teaching i think at at school i'd love to like push myself a little bit to to do something a bit more like advanced like maybe some kind of leadership or something I don't know yet I'm still quite a nervous person at work quite like a quite still a bit more reserved so maybe I have to work on that a little bit um but in terms of outside of school I think in future I definitely want to like own my own cafe or something that's been on the cards in history obviously my main like thing right now is just and it sounds bad because it's like I'm falling for society but I really do just want to like settle down and like have kids and stuff. That's not a bad <laughs> that's thing. Such a beggy thing to say because I feel like at my age, everyone around me is doing that and I'm just not. So I think again, like... it comes down to such a social pressure of like looking at who is around us and who's doing what and thinking, oh my God, I should be doing the same. But at the end of the day, you're like, you're currently like on a really good career journey. You've worked at Disney World for like a year. You've done a summer program as well. You've got a degree um like you've done so many amazing things and I think um it's not really a fair question to ask what's next because um even though it's an interesting thing to know like who knows what's around the corner yeah true you don't know when things are going to change like you never know what could happen with schools like they could shut down forever and then I don't even have a job <laughs> you know what I mean robots could take over <laughs> that's not gonna happen oh you never know 
Well, yeah, I but, hope not yeah. anyway. Let's not <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Touch wood, touch wood. That went really solemn. <laughs> <laughs> it did, didn't it? We're like, oh, <laughs> laughing and joking and then bang, like mic drop. Um, okay, so one more question before we finish off today's brunch is, if you could be brunching anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? Oh, anywhere in the world. Literally anywhere. Okay. It hasn't got to be like a specific restaurant if, it, if it, you don't want it to okay. be, be like absolutely anywhere. I think the Bahamas somewhere. Nice. Some like very tourist tourist place. Like not tourist, like a resort, like a popular resort. You know okay. what I mean? And yeah. sitting on the beach, but maybe with a bit of a, a bit of a breeze going. Yeah. With a so you can feel like so you can feel like pampered and just yeah, and just, like, just really chilled. Honestly, yeah. the thought of being in the Bahamas right now just that would just be everything, wouldn't it? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh yes literally well that is all we've got time for for today guys thank you so much sabrina for coming on and talking and taking time out of your day to have a little oh, chat with thanks. me and sharing all of your amazing stories um <laughs> i'm pretty sure it might not be the last um that we hear from you on this podcast because <laughs> i think people are gonna be like oh my god sabrina's stories are so good i want to hear all of them Follow me on Instagram, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Go and follow her. <laughs> she might block you if you start questioning her alcohol and stuff, you know. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I can say thank you so much. And yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Bradley. No worries. Yeah. So um, that was Brunching with Bradley, guys, with Sabrina. And I hope you've enjoyed. Don't forget to go and follow this podcast and keep on brunching. Bye for now, guys. Bye.